Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is A New World Order, and I am Chancellor Zane C. Weber of the Proud Nation of Zane Australia, here with my friends from the neighbouring nations. The People's Champion, Sebastian of the United States of Seb America. And El Presidente, Jefe Grande, Andrew Schussler of the Great Confederacy of Andropolia. I would like to issue a point of order, declare a point of order, mandate a point of order, whatever it is. What? That Seb America... Not look at me when he's calling himself <laughs> the people's champion. It is distracting, Your Honour, Council, fellow Council members, and it, it puts me off. The, I will second this motion. <laughs> the fact that saying the people's champion is seen as really uppity when I have El, Presiden- El Presidente Jefe Grande. Hefe, thank you very much. Well, yeah. that's a colloquialism, really. Oh, well, I just, well, the people's champion is also a, a term of endearment. My Yours title. is the title, <laughs> self down. <laughs> And I will say that while maintaining eye contact, it is a call to action. <laughs> so just for the sake of peace at the table here, the Seb- I think we'll, we'll, uh, we'll maintain that point of order. The Seb American way is constant eye contact regardless of the situation. I think it should be. I resolute. don't think you're capable of constant <laughs> eye contact, regardless of the situation, Seb America. I look off into Thor, but I just have to think. Like, okay, yeah. So there are situations I would be like, I would, yeah, yeah, no. But sometimes, yep. you know, eye right. contact is a good thing. So if you're joining <laughs> us for the first time, that might have seemed a little bit out of character. But if you go back and listen to the rest of it, you'll see that Seb America truly is. A terrible place. But what we do here is we each have a nation on the nation simulator, nationstates.net, nation, 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 nation. <laughs> and Correct. we gather once a week to talk about the issues that are confronting our nations currently, yell at each other about the right course of action as per those issues, and then post it on the internet for all of you to yell at us about what we did. Sometimes it's just about pointing out how ridiculous one of us is. One. One of us. For the record, I have spoken to one of our listeners and they literally, I I hand to whatever deity you believe in so that I'm the most reasonable person when it comes to the decisions on this show. So you guys could act like I'm all crazy, but I have 100% of the people I've spoken to about this agree with me. That's one unreasonable person's opinion about you. And also, from a scientific standpoint, speaking from the scientific uh, nation of Zane Australia, one data point does not a survey make. That's but, a very uh, small sample. <laughs> well, okay, I will give the entire quote. It was Zane Australia uses a lot of high thought, and I understand 
but Seb America always goes where my heart wants it to go. Right. I always so I got the conscious vote. When the conscious vote. The Australian uh, voluntary postal survey uh, regarding marriage equality comes back no. Uh, <laughs> Currently polling at sixty percent. Yes, polling. Well, that, you know that, who that, else that, was polling at almost sixty percent? Was it Hillary this time Clinton? last year? It was Hillary Clinton's. <laughs> <laughs> it sure was, but I think I when think... it comes back, no. And the heart of Australia has spoken. Maybe the heart doesn't always leave us, lead us in the right direction, does it, said Mary? I'm just saying, if I, I make the choices that the populace is comfortable with. My populace is comfortable with science. So let's get on <laughs> to the scientific issue plaguing Zane Australia this week. Mm, I bet it's going to be good. Or bad. It's specifically science. Okay. So a oh, group of scientists have generally. come to my office... Hoping for grants to explore the deep blue sea. Yeah, I'm sure. Like is Hugh Grant or... <laughs> yes, like, is Hugh he... Grant and all of his family. Oh, God. It is called Devil and the Deep Blue Funding Gap. Our lack of knowledge of the ocean is unacceptable, lectures Jacques Zissou, Emeritus Professor of Marine Biology. We know less about the ocean floor than we do about the lunar surface. The dearth of research is absurd. Were the government supplied more funding, we could perform studies on marine life, underwater volcanoes, currents, and more. The possibilities are endless. Sure, it'll cost a pretty frugal, but the dissertations will be enthralling. That's uh, that's that's regular science. Like, mm. give us some money, we'll turn it into dissertations. You could also fund a part of it by recording all the dolphin porn that happens down there. All the dwarfin, f- <laughs> the dolphin porn, the dolphin porn. Oh, they love sex. Yeah, isn't that pandas? Do they, they, show do they like code? watching sex? They don't care if anybody else is watching. No, but I wonder if you had a film. Of dolphins having sex, and you yes. showed it to dolphins. Yeah, well, would they, they they do this for pandas? They literally do this for pandas in zoos yeah. to try That's to arouse them. That's because pandas are so dumb. No, but like there are animals, there are animals that can respond to porn. Is my point. Okay, so that's a strong argument for number one. Is that what I'm hearing from the table? <laughs> no, just giving some context. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm interested. Is are you interested in exploring or, or funding research? I'm just trying. Always. To f- I'm just trying to find a way to pay for it that isn't uh, stealing the money from taxpayers and giving it to some scientist who's going to relax in a reclining chair on some research vessel while his mini-bots and nanobots and whatever else are off swimming through the ocean and collecting all sorts of sonar and radar and other guff. Some nation will have to foot this bill. Wouldn't you rather that your nation was the one that found everything? Someone's going to have to pay for this. Internationally I mean, speaking. I know. I, I've... <laughs> I've already said I'm pretty pro-science. So, <laughs> Do it. Uh, I dare you. Option number two. Yeah, without even reading the other ones. Just commit. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, sure. Let's spend millions of frugals to find out what's at the bottom of the ocean. Oh, wait. I can already tell you. It's just water. <laughs> Your budget advisor remarks sarcastically. That was a good choice, Zane. Well done being sarcastic before it told you. (laughs) 
There's no point spending tax money to know what kind of dirt is on the ocean floor. The government should scrap all research projects designed without real economic benefit. The last thing Zane Australia needs is yet another harebrained scheme to study the mating habits of dolphins or something comparably ridiculous. Disagree. Strong disagree. It's a very naive idea of how the world works, how things And work. unfortunately, those are my two options. Either scrap oh. scrap all scientific funding that isn't specifically uh, economically beneficial or spend a pretty frugal on ocean-based research. Well, the Andropolian position would be to disband with science uh, because that should be something done... Privately. privately, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be government funded. I don't want Telstra finding aliens in the ocean. <laughs> Vague, yes, but also. Who do you certain... want to find aliens? I probably me, the government. <laughs> oh, okay. So not not you, Seb, in Australia. Yeah, and Telstra. Yep. You, Seb, America yeah. as a country <laughs> and Telstra. Telstro, the telecommunication (laughs) company that I have. I mean, at the very start, I've said that Zane Australia is a a scientific data-driven nation. And I think that research into marine life underwater volcanoes, currents and more is important. But at what cost? What if you make underwater volcano turbines and solve the energy crisis? Well, that's... Part of it, but the, when you when you say like at what cost at whose cost, the other, only other option is getting rid of all science that doesn't have a clear economic benefit, like clear and outlined. Whereas I would say maybe, maybe, maybe a slight majority of science has had a clear economic benefit before the revelation was made. I don't know. We only have to look to the documentary uh, tabs on Netflix and other and other streets. I mean, the Discovery Channel. Its entire basis was to put on documentaries about stuff we've found. I mean, they would they would fund expeditions just to go learn stuff and have and have content to to present to their viewers. People love knowing stuff, and there and there are, and there are good ways to do it through the 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 free market. You don't have to go dipping into taxpayers' uh, stipends and, and and government coffers in order to pay for stuff that we would all voluntarily pay for anyway. But as a people, you want to be a scientific nation, having the government lead this will kind say, of push your people into the science right. We are a scientific <laughs> nation. Well, doing things like this is going to influence your populace to pursue the sciences as careers, as studies. Like this is kind of setting up, this is kind of what we do here. We're that nation. If you want to do... Uh, the, yeah, this is kind of what we do here. But like you're setting... <laughs> kind of a big deal. You're setting a national tone of exploration and science. I agree. We are science-based, so of course I'm not going to scrap all science funding. Um, I think that's just what makes Zane Australia different to the, re- to the rest of you two. Let me put it this way. Are you more excited about Obama saying we're going to go to Mars or hearing Elon Musk say I'm going to get you to Mars? Obama, I think. You're more excited by Obama than... Yeah, I think because Elon Musk 
He's eccentric. Why, he's Iron Man, okay? Yeah. So he's <laughs> that is literally who he is. Or Richard Branson. Any any number of Richard Branson is also Iron Man for the yeah. record. <laughs> Whereas Obama it's Captain is Captain America. Of, no, no, it's institutionalized. <laughs> it's he's not a superhero, it's yeah. not a comic book. But it he's is, Coulson. But all Obama what? does, or did for that matter, is say that'd be a pretty good idea. Branson and Musk are the guys saying I'm putting a team in and we're figuring out how to do this. It is a brilliant idea. I'm funding it. Yeah. Obama's, I Obama's I I not see, paying for any exploration. I don't see why it's mutually exclusive. Well, uh, he's absolutely paying for it. He funded NASA for another 20 years. He Out of his pocket? Well, that's the thing. <laughs> no, 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 no. Out no. of the money that his government had at its disposal. No, Obama funded nothing. Obama's government, the Obama regime, funded NASA for further 20 years. Yeah, yeah. and Obama <laughs> had little to do with it other than being associated with it by being president. Yeah, well, it was the government. It, it was Congress that did he, it. Yeah, he's not yeah. actually paying for anything. He's not actually contributing to that effort But he's still all. making it happen by approving it, right? Well, like, by saying, I promise to continue stealing more money from you for the next 20 years in order to fund these guys' dreams of exploring I, space. I'm happy for my There's tax dollars to that. be paid towards the Australian space exploration. <laughs> Which means you would also voluntarily contribute. If NASA had a Patreon, if they suspended all government yes. funding for NASA and they had a Patreon, I'm sure they would get more funding than they do from the government presently. Mm, I don't believe that's true. So but I've gone with the first option. You've got like <laughs> trillions of dollars, right? Like I don't think they get through Patreon. It would force them, it would force them to create content and create this sort mm. of engagement. You know, NASA is a big business. But it, they it, do a lot of good work. could also force them to meet un, unsafe deadlines. Yeah, like the, with Patreon as well, you've got to give like rewards at certain tiers <laughs> and like you just know some dickhead's going to be the first person to fuck someone on Mars or something. It's going to be ruined. <laughs> So ruin Mars. I've had a few. I think we're getting to the point of the game where we don't have big shifts anymore. Oh dear! Because I haven't had huge shifts. I've had public education up two percent, scientific advancement up two percent, intelligent up one point five, mm. uh, human development in- index, tourism, pacifism, economic output, and average income all up less than half a percent. Okay. Biggest fall is weather at 0.03%. Well, I'm still getting, you know, double-digit changes. Maybe it's because Andropolia cares. Well, maybe also maybe it's because, say, Australia has already pushed scientific advancement and education already. So it is I a very narrow a, topic. Yeah, I don't have much further to go. Um, I want to go next. Okay. I'll allow My it. phone battery is also dying, so I'm just like, I got to do this. <laughs> Um, my issue is called a walk in the park. Mm. The dog forest is the largest national park in Sub-America, but is rarely visited by Sub-Americans or tourists. Various lobbyists have taken to hassling you about the continued use and purpose of this land. This is a re- I know this is going to be a hard one for me because I want people to do what they want, but I also oh, I put a big old knife in the back of my environment not too long ago. <laughs> sure did. <laughs> Don't let this poll deceive you. People these days actually yearn for the outdoors, opines out-of-touch park ranger Carter. Velasquez. Just say Velasquez. Velasquez? No, she's definitely Chinese. (laughs) Jiaping. Jiaping? Jiaping? Yeah. We just need to totally revamp this park and all the rest of our national forest campsites and visitor centres while we're at it. Casinos everywhere. (laughs) this This is a government person, not a private person. 
government casinos everywhere. Um, we'll start by adding the necessities like luxury cabins, souvenirs, and trees you can drive through. By the time we're through, people who visit our parks will be able to tell the difference between a... Why they do this to me? Bracaladian noir cedar and a submerican black cedar. There we go. I assume it's cedar. Brancolandian and... Yeah, cedar is a tree. Brancoland is another... Opposing nation. No, it should be Maxtopian noir. They're the only only ones I know about because they're the evil ones. (laughs) Red cedar, white cedar. There we go. (laughs) Number two. (laughs) What and waste of that valuable raw material barks your Minister of Land Development, Holly Einstein? I'm sure that there are plenty of nations out there that would kill to use our wood to build something. And once the wood is gone, we dig for gold. I just know it's there somewhere beneath all that tree-covered wasteland. Strip mine it. <laughs> Get rid of everything. <laughs> Never mind all that environmental hoopla about polluted water tables. I'm sure you can start giving out filters to the public and they'll all be fine. If he was funding that entire expedition on his own, go for it, mate. It's a lot of trees. Go it's for the it. biggest national park. It's also a huge waste of money. And he'd be bankrupt very quickly if, <laughs> if he hasn't. And that's a good thing because he's only going he's only going to dig a few acres before he can't afford to go any further. Before he's given all his money to other people <laughs> to do what they want. And finally, I have an alternative solution. Whis- whispers your minister of alternative solution, Ein Contra. We could use the park to stage international training operations for our allies. I'm sure Mark Blanc yep, mm-hmm. would love our aid in developing defensive strategies against March Noir. And I hear they're willing to pay big, big... Do- Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Dollars. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for the help. We can even keep the park open to the public to show that nothing shady or nefarious is going on. That's a win-win in my book. Mm. So, oh, joint military training sounds fine to me, but also I know how this game works and that means let's, like, let's just nuke. Let's just <laughs> nuke in this park. It's terrible. You won't nuke it. You'll probably get citizens yeah. disappearing. Yeah, I'm 100% leaning towards the first option of make the park something that people would want to do. Yeah. Give them a better option and make use of it. That was, I mean, that's. that's I mean, if you want to me. focus on your environmentalism, then yeah. Not even that. Like, I mean, yes, that is a factor, but also if there's lands all there, and it's just it's not suiting the current needs. Like, they, they the whole idea here is they want to pretty much give it a glamping sort of area. Mm. So people, mm-hmm. if they want, if they're into that, and that's a choice they want to do, but they can't, give them the option. It's not terrible. It's not terrible. That's right. And the park still stays there, so my dogs have somewhere to live. So nice. <laughs> Other than the uh, sex ghettos. Yep. Yeah, good. Oh, there you go. Talking point. Glamping said Americans won't sleep in a tent that doesn't include a jacuzzi. Who would? Flush with cash, <laughs> our shopping guide inside. Big business applauds government support. National mm. parks proving popular. Engine room of economy ticking over nicely. Mm. Big changes. 
business subsidization was up 50%. That hurts. Yeah. That hurts me deep in my chest. Um, Environmental beauty up 10%. Tourism up 4.5%. Black market up 1%. Ooh. For all those black market dogs. (laughs) As for the downs, it's not that... Terrible. Charmlessness was down 13%. So that's nice. That's good. Pizza delivery down three and a half. And then no. everything's <laughs> obesity went down and death rate went down. So that's two good ones, but not by yeah, much. Yeah, those both go down whenever pizza goes down. <laughs> yeah. It's like they're linked <laughs> or something. But oh. retail went down almost a whole percent. I guess that's because people are outside and not going shopping. But yeah. All right. Well, that's all, good. All in all, yeah, it was good. I mean, you have no aversion to government size on oh, business subsidization. So. It's as big as it needs to be. One hundred percent, as as big as it needs to be to function. One hundred percent. No, no. Uh, if it needs to be small, it can be small. But if it needs to be large, it needs to be large. I don't, I don't have a stance on big or small as long as it's the right size to work. And how do you assess whether it needs to work in the first place? If it's if there's if if there's a hundred people working in it, but we look at it and like mm, that should be sixty. It's too big. But if I. If, <laughs> <laughs> That's two arbitrary numbers. Yeah, I know. You literally just <laughs> yeah, said, I well, sure if did. one arbitrary number is larger <laughs> than the <laughs> second arbitrary number, then there's an arbitrary problem. <laughs> yes. No, but if, if we look at it and honestly, like if a department is overstaffed and doesn't need to be. Like, how, how do you assess that? How do you assess if people are... There are economic you know, equations that we can do to be like, oh, well, you guys had 10 people last year and you were turning out at this rate. Now you've got 20 and you've only gone up by like I think quarter the percent. I realistic not- way to do it is to... Correct, through the free market. That's right. Mm. I'm not, not going to say, say that's the only way. I will say it's that... the it, best that, way. That is an, an efficient way. Yeah, yeah. Um, but in the in the real world where we live in the in the real world where we have a current <laughs> right, government right. that isn't going to just scrap itself overnight you really just kind of have to assess its efficiency so if there is a department that is no longer needed say the department of antique trucks you don't need that department so you get rid of it it's literally it's an issue to issue thing like if it comes up and I don't need yeah a deep sea exploration department. Oh, I'm sure that as soon as, as soon as you get to over a certain government size, you'll get issues regarding government size. Yeah, whether you cut it back or or whatever you want to do. Although with my it. government size, which is actually a set thing, this did not go up just then. It's very fitting that we're on the subject of necessary things in the government. Necessary, and the question of whether they are or aren't vexing that. A collection of shoppers and business owners have gathered outside your office to protest over the current levels of value-added tax, the sales tax that is applied to products and services at the time of purchase, also known as VAT. Or GST if you're in Australia, New Zealand. I think India has a GST. Yes, I believe so. Goods and services tax for those of you who don't care. It's outright theft, I say, <laughs> exclaims business owner Boutros Organa while restocking a display with mugs exhibiting your image. Why should the state leech off my success? I've had customers walk out of my store in a huff because of the VAT jacked up on these prices. The government could easily make money through other kinds of tax instead of harming my business. I say we get rid of this ridiculous VAT altogether and let our economy thrive without limits. Well, sure. He's very sensible. That's a way to look at it. I want to reduce the size of the government. If they don't have the money, 
They will naturally <laughs> reduce. They will naturally <laughs> reduce or... <laughs> if you're, they will be forced to. If, if you're a bureaucrat and you're fighting over a position that is worth tuppence, you may just have the incentive to, to go, go to, to the private sector and do something productive. Yeah, absolutely. Can we, can we say that? Are you mad, scoffs bureaucrat Harley Vegas, twirling her bespoke pen. Do you have any idea how much the National Treasury takes through the VAT? It helps to pay for all kinds of things. Education, welfare, defence and so on. The point is, this form of tax is a very valuable part of our taxation code that, if removed, would leave many public works bereft of funds. I say we increase VAT and use the funds we raise to reduce the despicable income tax that bleeds the hard-working people of Andropolia dry. Okay, she's kind of... She's just being practical about the whole thing. We have services we need to fund. Let's fund them purely out of that and yeah. reduce the income tax. That's actually not a ridiculous proposal either. I don't believe it is either because having a VAT or GST gives the person paying the tax a degree of control over how much tax they're paying. Absolutely. Whereas income tax is flat and you must pay this amount per dollar well, if for you, whatever you If your choice earn. is not to pay income tax, you choose not to have a job. Yes. And that's much more destructive than choosing not to buy a pack of cigarettes or... Yes. Or... Beverage or whatever, whatever it happens to be that tampon. you're buying. Or tampon. Or, you know, industrial <laughs> machinery. Yeah. I'm sure there's a VAT on that as well. As always, there is a third option. Muses a passerby with a voice of confidence. There is no doubt that this tax disproportionately affects the poor, but we also can't deny that it helps fund programs that the poor themselves benefit from. Might I suggest reducing VAT on basic necessities while increasing it on luxury items? The rich might not like it, but it's high time they paid their dues to society that their fellow citizens <laughs> demand. Don't like it. Why? <sighs> That value added, any, any, any sort of tax should be applied universally if you're going to do it at all. Otherwise, you're picking and choosing. You're saying, well, you've got more money, so you should give up more. Well, right? Because not, you're the sort of person who will... A rich person and a poor person, okay, so they have the same necessities. So they can buy the same groceries, they can buy the same car, they can live in the same house. As far as body function and survival is concerned, yeah, as, as I will long as that is. Concede so that. it's only on luxury goods, say imported sports cars or gold leaf donuts, right. that you would put some sort of extra tax on that the poor are less likely, they can still choose to spend their limited money on that, knowing that they're going to be paying. In an inflated price because of the taxation of your nation. It's still choice. And Firstly, people are not rich or poor just as a matter of fact. Yeah, they, absolutely. They become rich or poor based on, uh, unfortunately, the decisions of their parents, but then into adulthood, their own decisions or poor decisions or indecisions. Yes, so, yeah. So people aren't just rich or poor based on some arbitrary number. No, of course not. But I'm, I'm saying like... So, so baseline, twenty a twenty year old person, but poor family. It, but rich is it family. fair? Is it fair to say, all right, you've made good decisions, 
you have obviously benefited society because you would not have been paid as much as you have been if you didn't. You're going to pay more for stuff that you like, that you can afford, that these other people can't. Is that fair? I, I don't think it's unfair. You don't well, think it's what's unfair? What's the alternative? Taxing, like, food and well, no, stuff? This is, everyone no, no, no. Will be so this is, this the is saying... Option number two is reduce income tax, increase VAT, so that there to is, make up the there, there is yeah. a taxation on every yeah. purchase. Option number three is just luxury increase it on luxury items. Well, well, so then you have somebody who has to decide what's a luxury and what isn't. Okay. Is yeah. a Mazda 6 a luxury when you can buy a Mazda 121 or whatever the current model okay, is? But the rich people are still going to get taxed when they buy everything else with option one. So they're going to get taxed regardless of what they buy? Why don't you just make it one select group of items rather than everything? Yeah, that's exactly right. But, so I would go luxury because at least you're limiting... Oh, okay. I completely well, well, misunderstood They're you. going to get taxed on everything with option one, including luxury items, or no. just luxury no, items. So option one is to... Extra get tax on luxury items. Is three. to get rid of the VAT entirely. Oh, to get rid option of it. So two, I thought it was to employ it. Yeah. Option two is to essentially make every... To implement an excise tax on absolutely everything, but get rid of income tax. And I'm actually in favour of that one. Is there another option? Only those three. I, I, think, I think that is the most practical option, um, especially if you don't have an issue with uh, wealth gaps or income inequality and especially if you want to uh, promote uh, entrepreneurialism and, and retail. Yeah, honestly. absolutely. Yeah, so I think that's the right choice for Andropolia and I think that's probably the choice that Zane Strally would have taken as well. I think it's the right choice for everyone because yeah. number three, even though it sounds very reasonable on the surface you do have the problem that there is this arbitrary decision-making on what is a luxury and what isn't. Is it based purely on the amount of money that something costs? Like, would is a, a four-bedroom home considered to be a luxury where a three-bedroom home isn't, simply because it costs more? What if it's a four-bedroom home in a very poor area? Would it fall below that threshold? Or is then are then you counting the number of bedrooms as a, as a luxury? It becomes a very complicated... Uh, yeah, issue does. where you have yeah. to decide what's election. What and is if it? you want to cut down on your government size, <laughs> you just do away with that problem entirely. All right. Well, I'm glad you kind of see the point, although I don't think I've convinced you. Oh, I would have chosen the same option as you. I know, but there's. Still I think a... I think you feel I think you feel that I should take more umbrage at, at option number three. Is than it, I there's am. a twinge in your eye when you talk about it. <laughs> I would have gone luxury tax. In a heartbeat, very easily. As in to increase it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, well, then we're all in agreement. Sweet tooth anthropolians have been left penniless by the vat on candy. Oh, no, not candy. <laughs> so, oh, obesity may go down. Engine room of economy ticking over nicely. Workforce participation jumps because people aren't paying income tax anymore. Yeah. Income's rising, economists say. Excellent. So, employment oh, is not up as much as I expected. It's only up half a percent. But freedom from taxation and pizza delivery are both up. Hooray! A healthy 7.5%. Well, there you're a beast in A whole heap of very, very small changes to income and tourism, uh, averageness, didn't get much of a look-see. 
Taxation is down 10%. Mm-hmm. The effective tax rate is now below 8% for the first oh. time in Andropolis. Well history. done. Uh, and retail, unfortunately, down 34%. As it would be. As it would be. But I'm going to consider that one a win. Yeah, well, it didn't, it didn't affect your economy greatly, did it? No, it's, no still, so it's still powering ahead. It's just reshuffled the distribution of taxation. So people yeah. are working more and buying less. Yeah. yeah. And t- it didn't affect tourism um, at all. Uh, not in an obvious way anyway. Yeah. And now tourists are paying uh, uh, tax where As well. it yeah. would have previously been covered by income tax. Yeah. All right. Well, Good. that's it. We did it. <laughs> we did. And we didn't even yell too loudly. I know. That was a very serene episode comparatively. Hmm. It could have been Serena. <laughs> if Australia was in charge, it would have been the most serene. What's the zombie issue that's currently going on in nation states? I, I think it's know. a Halloween special. Okay. Ah, there um, you go. I the, ignored it. Sorry, West Pacific. You're the worst. For the record, I've got my submarican economy up to show you the difference between uh-huh. government and private industry. Yes. My government takes up 19.5% of this. The black market takes up 0.7%. And private industry takes up... Just under eighty percent. Mm, mm, that's twenty percent. Not enough. <laughs> like, I was on the regular show. It's mostly private. Like that. that, that yeah. 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 I'll grant you. Mostly private is is a good a good start. By mostly private, I mean four fifths of my economy. Yeah, that's an excellent start, said America. All right. If you want to talk to us about what we've done, you can find us on Twitter, on Facebook, or you can send us an email at a new world order podcast at gmail.com. All the links to our nations on nationstates.net will be in the show notes. And if you're feeling super generous and you want to get all those secret episodes that we've only been posting on our Patreon, Go to patreon.com forward slash new world order podcast and you will get access to all of those. I believe there's four up there already with Ooh. another one not too far away. So plus as, episode zero. Plus episode zero where we set up our nations. So all the, for all you completionists, Patreon is a must <laughs> for as little as $1 a month. So it's not too expensive and there's very little tax on it. So there's that. As always, I have been Chancellor Zane C. Webber of the nation of Zane Australia, twirling forever towards the future. And I'm the people's champion, Sebastian of the United States of Sebmerica. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. And I have been El Presidente, Jefe Grande, Andrew Schossler, staring deeply into Sebmerican eyes, imploring you all, carte blanche sans plume. I'm super glad this is a staring competition now. People say having an opinion is like having a penis. It's really great for you, but you shouldn't share it around. That's exactly what we don't do. We share it all about the internet. And in fact, we advertise it on other people's podcasts so that they can go and enjoy it as well. Am I talking about penises or am I talking about opinions on film? To find out, you'll have to go to our website, secondtakepodcast.com or find Second Take Podcast on your podcatcher of choice. 
That's Not Gunner Productions podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.